you wizard Harry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season six, episode two. The boys are virtual for this episode because yours truly got COVID like an idiot. (laughs) I was smooching too many people, um, but we asked the fans for some would you rathers and some questions. So those will be answered today by the fellas. Honestly, we're just going to let this one roll off the top of the tongue. We got NBA, NCAA basketball. We got football. But, you know, this week's list is movie quotes because we want to get everybody feeling happy, healthy, and strong. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. All right, all right, all right. Fellas, I apologize for getting COVID. That's hey, on me. good, brother. That's really on you, to be honest. Seriously, man. It was a real, real bummer. Couldn't have been worse timing. I was going to post on Snapchat that we were recording right now because you're a dumb idiot. But I feel like that's just too much right now when you're going through this. No, we need that. That's not holiday spirit at all, Brady. (laughs) I'm not in the holiday spirit just yet. But I will be. I'll get there. I am not near the holiday spirit. Time's ticking. Oh, I, yeah. Dude, I am so far away from holiday spirit. It is insane. You tell me that Christmas Eve is two days ago. No, it's, uh, I mean, two days from now, but you guys get what I'm saying. I, I, my 10th day in this hellhole of quarantine is Christmas Eve. I haven't felt like a holiday has been an actual like holiday season and felt the joy of the holiday season in two years. Oh, dude. <laughs> 100%, 100%, like, it's a, I'm it's being a, serious. It really just doesn't feel like Christmas at all. It doesn't. Like, yeah. No, it's 80 degrees. Yeah, and also, no. I do that because if I was in the holiday spirit, that would mean I would have to celebrate my birthday. And that would mean that I'm turning 25 at this upcoming March, but I'm still 22 because they've all been COVID birthdays. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Hey, you put that finger down. You didn't even know what I was talking about. I know. I'm 27. <laughs> I'm 27 over here flicking off Brady for thinking that he's 25. That's on me. I'm not. I'm 22. Exactly. My fault. <laughs> Your COVID birthdays really shouldn't count. Like, I love celebrating my birthday. Yeah. Tell that to the health insurance <laughs> that I just had to pay. Again, dude, health so insurance true. is deep. Oh, let's oh, not get Yeah, yeah. I'm starting a company with the wiggle room for that now. If you had a COVID, <laughs> you get to go back. Because you didn't get to enjoy those years. No, you didn't. And that's the worst part about all of this. I'm not paying for insurance next year. No. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Insurance fraud. My company. Buy now. Yeah. Especially as, like, washed up athletes. Like, if we get another injury, we're just done. You know? 
Like I'm not going yeah. to the doctor. Like you, yeah. The, the doctor. Burn. What are you gonna do other than tell me not to play the sport again? You know, like if I roll yeah. my ankles so bad that they're like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be jumping anymore. I'm gonna be like, well, I'm just not gonna play. Like Dude, if that's the. I played, I played basketball for an hour on Saturday, and I think I have a hernia or a split <laughs> disc in my back. <laughs> Forty points. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm a pass first guard. I shot the ball five times, made three threes, and that's fine. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I, I have to say, though, like the way people used to watch Magic Johnson is probably how the people that were working out at the gym were watching me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm crafty. I'm like a <laughs> the mixture of out there. Er- Earl Boykins and um, Rajon Rondo. Yeah, we weren't going like to help Ryan you Rondo, correct? No, now playoff Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, the biggest question is: Did you stretch beforehand? God, no! I was an hour late. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no, there's no way. Every time I walk onto a court, I'm just like, you know what? I'll loosen up as the day goes. <laughs> I play a hundred games of softball this summer. Didn't stretch for one, and I'm like, oh, why is my hamstring hurt? Maybe because you sat at a desk for nine hours, got up and ran ninety miles per hour to first base, and still got out. <laughs> That's demoralizing. Yeah, that hurts. Seriously, I hate when that happens. All right, let's get into some of these uh, would you rather's and questions from fans. You guys ready? Some of them mm-hmm. are just kind of casual. Others want to see us cry so um we'll see where it goes when it goes there all right so the first question is from grant and grant wants to know would you rather hang out with someone who brags too much or someone who complains too much and my apologies that's from pat not grant um too much so would you rather hang out with me or james (laughs) (laughs) dude i i'm gonna go with brags too much because like think about it like at least their energy is up they might be annoying but like it's better than the other i don't know why this is tripping me up so much i don't know It, it has to be brags I would say yeah. it's to be brags too because nobody's better than me at anything, maybe. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going brags. Someone who brags too much. Yeah. Because someone who brags too much usually isn't as good as they say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've, like everybody knows it. Yeah, I've never been as good as I've said I am. Yeah, that's not true. You're the best. Thank but, you. Thank you. Um, I'm just saying, like, the guy at the bar, like, we brag is funny. It's a joke. Yeah. But the guy at the bar that you don't really know oh, that yeah. well, and he's like, oh, yeah, I won state championship <laughs> football in, in high school. Okay. Like, that's awesome. Dude, yeah. I, I, I feel don't s- care. I, I'm not going to ask you what position you played and what role you played. I yeah. don't care. Brez, when was yeah. the last time in a sentence in front of people you've never really met or known, did you say, yeah, I've won a state champion in high school. Um, probably like eight months ago, but it was in the context <laughs> of a conversation. <laughs> just, casually dropping, just casually dropping it in there. Hey, no, man, we were, what was the context? Please elaborate. <laughs> some person that we were with won like some a state championship and like, 
a smaller sport. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I played a random sport, too. And we won yeah, a couple times. See, that makes sense. That does make sense. The last time I did was, like, maybe a couple weeks ago, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, like Brez, it was... So there was this guy drunk at the bar who, um, that where, where I work and, um, he was like, this guy will beat any of you guys in baseball. And I was like, where, what are you, what? And then one of the guys was like, you any good at softball? And I was like, it's kind of my only thing right now. <laughs> and, and he goes awesome you want to come out onto our team and one of the the drunk guy goes yeah he's also a state champ and i go yeah i won state in 2012 for baseball little do they know i didn't play and that's like not why hey, i'm good I, at softball you got a ring though hop. yeah I, I gotta hop off this what the fuck what's going on james all right <laughs> james is gone bye james <laughs> What is going on? I don't don't know. But um, so we got to skip the next two questions due to James's disappearance um, because they are targeted at James. Um, (laughs) So this next question is from Henge. Do you wipe fecal matter, res, from your deuce, skunk to trunk or trunk to skunk? Trunk huh? to skunk. It's trunk to skunk. If you go skunk to trunk, you're insane. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, this is... When you wipe your back. ass, Brez. Yeah, oh. I think it's trunk from to your, skunk. Wait, I'm an idiot. From your, from Basically from your balls to, you know, the... Okay, so skunk to... Tr- trunk is your trunk. trunk. Is your... Is your carriage. Trunk is your... Okay. And then so skunk, skunk is what smells. Stop, oh, stop I am so slow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. James just said a pipe just burst at our CVS. Oh, that sucks. Oh, God. And that is anti-holiday holiday season on that pipe. And uh, yeah, Alex Caruso pipe. is out for seven to ten days with a sprain foot. I knew foot. that. I just didn't want to bring it up because you guys already called me screwed. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, James, it was nice having hey, what you. What is he out with? Uh, sprained oh, foot. Foot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, it's... He was putting his foot in too many people's asses. True. Facts. All right, so it is trunk to skunk, and if you go back to front, you're, you got to change your life. There's just room for bad things to happen if you do that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you could just get... Is anybody's to... catching my drift. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I feel like you could give yourself an STD by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. So so this one, this next one is, is, it's out for blood. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life. Oh, Jesus. Or join in once to stop it. And this is oh a family show. And this is a family show. Um, That's so brutal. So I don't really know how to, how to attack I'm this. not answering. Yeah, I don't want to. The yeah. guy, the, no, I feel like we have to. The person who slid into the washed up DMs asked, how weird do you want to get? And I said, send them all. And this is the only one they sent. <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't have a scale. No, he didn't. He, no, he was just going all in. <laughs> he was looking oh, for man. he was looking for one thing. 
I kind of like Chaos. that. Now, now I may answer. And yeah. let me think about this for a second. So here's the thing. I'm not going to think about it at all. I'm going to say, just join in once, get it over with. Like, it's all just like, I've blocked out so many things of my past already in my life. Oh. Just it's, I, yeah, it's a daily reminder. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I'm going to watch. Oh, dude. Every day. Dude, I know, every but day. I wouldn't, I, I already am not going to be able to live with myself. So I think I can live with myself a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I switched my answer. Don't. Disgusting. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah I, oh, was... I mean, it's a question. There's two answers for a reason. I they did, both dude. stuck. And there's not a right answer, but in my opinion, my subjective answer. Oh, God, I hate this. I'm going to This walk. is basically like therapy for a couple of years or therapy for the rest of your fucking life. Dude, therapy is no, not a I bad think thing. It's, I think they're both therapy forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's facts, dude. Oh, that sucks so bad. Um, yeah, that's rough. Next question. Please. Yeah, next question. Um, <laughs> would you rather give up booze or pizza? Oof, that's tough. They go together oh, like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, this is from uh, Brady's uh, biggest fan, Mary Jo. That's a good question from a great person. Thank you for the question. Um, I I think I... Pizza. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm giving up pizza. What are we even joking about Yeah, here? this... Yeah. I do have to say something, though. Okay. The last time we had a question of this sort, like, would we go sober or be rich? And I said I would rather be rich. Yeah. And then that next weekend, I proceeded to blackout Friday and Saturday and felt the worst I ever have on Sunday. So I'm going to pick booze. Okay. Just to help myself out to make sure that I don't wake up this Sunday and measure. Oh, I see it. Like a personal hedge. Oh, oh, I remember the one that it was like, would you rather be financially stable and never able to drink again or like the other? And Brady was like, I'm going to drink and have a blast and not yeah, be yes. financially stable. That's what I do currently. And then Brady got wasted and he made a video. It's a ton of money too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was hoodie Brady on his bed and he was just like, I want to apologize to everybody. When yeah. somebody oh, offers yeah. you tequila shots, run away. They're, they're bad people. <laughs> they are. They are. Um, and then we're just going to kind of rotate this as well. Would you rather give up burgers or gambling? Burgers? Yeah, right? That one's easy. That <laughs> oh, one's... I'd go gambling. Burgers are the shit. Burgers are great. And now this is, this is the worst one. Would you rather give up booze or gambling? Gambling. Threw that one in there too. Gambling. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because if you give up gambling, what's one of the main things you want to do right when you start drinking? I know. Is gambling. Oh, yeah. It's right away. And if you... Spin zone. But I got a spin zone. You got a spin zone, but one more thing. I've been locked in quarantine, not really drinking. The only thing I've been doing is gambling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. So. it is a very hefty balance right now that's tough i am going to give up booze because i'm actually a very good gambler when i am sober and then i get drunk on saturday nights yes five hundred dollars on hawaii's over and they score 12 points yep so here's what i'm gonna do (laughs) i'm gonna go sober for 
three years and just make so much money gambling that I can pay you back for asking this question and then I can start drinking again. <laughs> How does four million dollars sound? Stone. If I came up to you and was like, I know these would you rathers are set in stone and we take them seriously, but I'm gonna give you four million dollars and I can drink again. Oh God. All I right. would accept that. Yeah, we give it to you. All right. I'm the I'm the master of figuring these questions out. Uh, you really are. You always it have a particular talent. You always have a different vantage point to look through. And I really appreciate that about you. Thank you. It's a different vantage point because my, my brain waves don't work the same as everybody else. Yeah. So that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that whole, um, kind of parallel question was all from Mary Jo. She said, I give you the creative freedom to change it as you go. And so that's Mary where we Mary Jo is a rock star. Yeah, she gave us yeah. pick two of your favorite things and then a would you rather of which one would you rather have kind of thing. But she did the pizza and booze. And then we grew from there. Those are two of my favorite things. I know. Literally. They, <laughs> it's kind of what gets me up in the morning. It's the I was thought of having that the other day. Milk. When people ask you like what your favorite food is, you don't like to say pizza because you want to have like a unique kind of answer. Right. But the right answer is pizza every single time. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost taken as I'm like a given. Sure we all agree on that. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah. There, cliches are cliches due to how true they are. You know, like no bad cliche. Right. Know? Yeah. Right. I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But whatever. All right. Now this question is from Grant. Would you rather be a starter for your sport, for any sport of your choosing, but all the fans hate you? Or would you rather be a bench warmer and everyone loves you? I'll be Derek Jones Jr. Who dislikes that guy? Um, I have a pretty elaborate answer to this. And I'm going to be a bench warmer who loves you. Yeah. Because being a starter and all like all the fans hate you other than like a certain sum because everybody has like a weird cult following, right? Right. And I think about LeBron James right away. And right. I think that fans hating him like derailed his career sort of. He made decisions based on what everybody else was saying and he like wasn't able to push everything off. Right. Yeah. And I K D like, made a burner account. Right. I feel like he could have 12 championships if he just had the mindset of who cares. I'm going to go out there and play basketball because I am the best in the world. I don't have to tell everybody. I can just show everybody. Yeah. That would be crazy, but that's how I feel. <laughs> that would be crazy. I mean, that's so a I'm great way. I, I think I'm also going to go bench warmer and everyone loves you just because of my ego. If, we also talk about Blue Mountain State a lot, and Alex Moran like literally sets it up for you. Yeah. Like, and then we're talking about professional sports. Bench warmers get paid an absurd amount of money. Oh yeah, dude! Imagine living Chase Daniel life. All the benefits, none of the risk. Yeah. Exactly, and you never end your career like Dan Marino, who tried so hard and was at the top of his game and never won a championship. That still has to haunt him. Yeah. Oh, for sure it does. And that's the typical, prototypical washed-up answer right there. Oh, yeah, that is, to a T, is the absolute mentality of this podcast and brand. Yeah. How come you didn't make it? I clearly didn't want to work hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just strictly didn't want to put in the work. I wanted all of the credit without doing any of the work. Yep. I mean, that's how I got a ring, so, um, ah, shit, I brought it up. 
Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven minutes. That's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I got to take down the fucking, it's been X amount of days since I last yeah. talked about my state injury. championship. Um, all right. And then this final question good. comes from uh, Matt Bresnahan. Hmm. How many oh. more three-pointers will Steph Curry make in his career and how long until that record is broken? A million and never. There's no other Same answer. answer. Same answer. There's, All right. There's no other Acceptable. answer. He's gonna. That end wasn't even three. a would you rather. No, I know. It's just I was a question. Tripping. Dude, there's but, why yeah. I think he's gonna be, go down as like a top four or five player ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, he changed the game, but everybody has the ability to do that now, right? He introduces the way, like he shows an offense that can be valued with just threes by by a guard, right? But he everybody the has the opportunity like, to do it, and he does it astronomically better than everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I can consider like a top three five player. Yeah. Someone like, who changes the game and does it astronomically better than everybody else. Like you're looking at Kareem, Michael Jordan. LeBron James, Shaq, where these guys were just so good at like a couple specific things that everyone's like, we need that. Right. Like Curry single-handedly brought like a specific type of advanced analytics to the game of basketball because of how much of an outlier he was statistically. Yeah. And if you look around the league from before Shaq and after Shaq, there's never been a player his size to play the way he played ever. And there never will be. Right. Yeah. Like his efficiency on the post was unheard of. And for a big man, he was fast as shit and could handle the ball better than any other big man in the NBA at that time. Who's the best big man in the league right now? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Giannis Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Embiid, yeah, Jokic, yeah. All three of them, I'm taking check to get 40 on. Oh, yeah. oh 100%. <laughs> Dude, and he would, he would finesse Joel Embiid with ease. The other thing is he would make him fucking bums on offense because he would throw his big-ass body. Yeah. Like, definition of a big-body Bugatti <laughs> is fucking Shaq. Yeah. Like, he would post you up so hard that you would be exhausted by the time you got to the other end of the court and wouldn't even want to touch the ball. You wouldn't you want know, to touch him to... either because he's a sweaty guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try moving that sweaty guy back. He will body you. <laughs> he throws his jersey to the fucking equipment manager <laughs> after the game. He just falls over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every equipment manager is 5'8", yeah. 155 pounds. <laughs> there isn't one different one in the NBA. Yeah. That jersey soaking wet is 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Steph is going to end his career with, I'd say, maybe like 6,500 free throw or three pointers. Like that's, yeah. he beat Ray Allen's record in almost half the games. Yeah. That's yeah. absurd. Sure, he's well, like shooting about 15 of them a game and he's making six a game, but he's making some outrageous things happen. Like Brady was saying, he's changing the entire trajectory of the game right now. And no one is going to be able to do it better than him. 
And also, yes, he has ankle problems, but that's almost like hereditary. Like he just has problems with his ankles. It's not the way he plays the game. So he can play the game for a while. You never lose a jump shot. You right. can see guys like Kyle Korver, Ray Allen. They play forever because they can still shoot. He may not be the starting point guard making all-star games, but he'll be able to play for however, however long he wants. Yeah. So he's been averaging like a little over 400 threes a game or a season. <laughs> That's a lot of threes a game. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but like, and he's done that for what, like 11 years? Yeah. And he runs around like a bumblebee on that offense, like sprinting around, like doing everything. Like if he takes the same career path as Ray Allen and basically becomes like a super six man yeah, or like a non-dominant ball handler who just gets spot up opportunities, he yeah. could play like give or take another seven years. So bring that 400 down to say 250 or 300 closer to 250 i mean i'm gonna need some help with the math but like if you're he the hits logistics guy yeah i know i need a calculator <laughs> but like he scores say 400 threes for three more seasons or two more seasons mm-hmm. that puts him at that's another 1200 from here he was it's basically what was it was it six thousand or four thousand well, let's just say, like, he's going to end this season with probably, like, 32. That's probably a little high. Never mind. He's going to end right around, like, 3,100, right? We'll just use that. And then he's going to... Yeah, right? And then he'll get fucking 400, 300, 200, 100, 100, 100, 100, whatever. You know? Yeah. That's going to be... Right around, like, if somebody makes 5,000 threes in their entire career, no one is going to come close to that. Unless they fucking move the three-point line in, you know? But Which if anything, they they're going to push it back. it back. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go with a million and never. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. Let's just skip the math. million and never. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get into sports, James was really looking forward to the list movie quotes. Do we still do it? Um, I could try and do it on the spot. <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't get ready for it. Classic me. You, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I we, usually do. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about this. I sent it. I sent a text today about what I want and when I want it. Right. So how about this? How about we do the, would you rather movie quotes? In person next week. I like And that. we'll just skip the list this week and we'll get right into sports. Or Sounds good to me. Drugs. <laughs> drugs. Uh, Black tar. Gas heroin. station boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine, alcohol, and weed. Acid. Booze <laughs> and Advil. Acid every day before work. Mm. <laughs> James, why would you say that? <laughs> Um, that, that was James answer. He told, yeah, me to text. he told me to say it out loud. Um, I do have one thing. <laughs> I do have one thing in pop culture and Brez already knows if you have not had this song on repeat on repeat for the rest of this entire calendar year from today, we need to retalk everything that's ever been put into a playlist for you. And it is cold heart by Elton John and Dua Lipa. This magical of them. This song has changed my entire vibe 
day in and day out. No, it, it, it has because being in quarantine by yourself as somebody who loves going out and just like seeing humans, this like song it. has changed that whenever it comes on. And I didn't it, know that I needed Dua Lipa singing the chorus of Rocket Man, but I did, and it helps with everything. How hot is she? Oh, my God. Tell me about <laughs> it. How hot is he? I fucking saved day. Dude, Elton John, one hell of a performer. I wish I got to see him live. Well, I probably could still see him live. Does he still do live stuff? Yeah, for like $7,000. Yeah. And um, he sells out Soldier Field at that price. Dude, yeah. like, did you guys see his movie? Yeah, no. it's fucking awesome. It was Elton so John. great. I also love uh, Taron Eger- Egerton is his last name. Taron, T-A-R-O-N. It's the guy from Kingsman. Oh. He played Elton John in Elton John's movie. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it. Because Taron was uh, obviously on Kingsman and so was uh, Elton John. He was on the second one. And apparently mm-hmm. Taron was like singing Elton John songs like for Elton John on like behind the camera kind of stuff like that. And Elton John was like, you have to play me in my movie. That's and awesome. That's, that's so awesome. That's awesome. It's there's no other word than just awesome. So go listen to the song Elton John. If you ever want to come on here, um, feel free. I know you're listening. Same with you, Dua Lipa. Um, James, James would love to chat with you. We all would. <laughs> Um, all right. So that was I'll pop culture. I'm Dua Lipa right now. <laughs> Dua Lipa, would you like to come on our podcast? Keep all right. Yes. Any, uh, <laughs> any other, uh, non-sports stuff before oh, we get to sports? Yeah. Okay. Um, are beans like a good food? Ooh. Yes. Think about that for a second though. Like I think about a good food as something that doesn't need to be with anything else. I've never eaten beans like by themselves. Only a burrito bowl or with some cheese and sour cream on top and some salsa with some rice. You you've never had like yeah, like refried beans by themselves yeah, like, at like never a Mexican just restaurant. By themselves. No, like a little bit of cheese, sour cream or salsa or some rice in there. Right. Never by themselves. Right. Okay, what do you eat that is solely by itself though? Chips okay. have salt. Oh, now we're getting to that's, that. That's not, no, Matthew, no, please. No. I'm just saying, I, they're good. Beans are good. I, and they're, they're that. that's nutritionally beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, my uncle loved making uh, chili when I was a kid, and uh, I hated beans. So he made this new recipe for NFB chili. No fucking beans. No fucking beans. But then I I grew up and realized that beans in chili, not too bad. Beans in a burrito, not too bad. But. And you realize that NFB chili is just a sloppy Joe without the bun. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's just fucking marinated meat. That's all that is. (laughs) (laughs) It's just continuously marinated meat. That sounds um, so bad. I know, but I'm ready for but it. But it's so good. Yeah. But also, refried beans kind of scare me. Yeah, so no beans. Yeah. <laughs> we like beans, uh, yeah. though. Beans are not good. I am a little scared of refried beans, though. I, oh, yeah. Why? Dude, the color, the texture, just the look <laughs> of them sitting next to, like, rice 
It just like doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> I've seen poops that look like that. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen things that also resemble refried beans and uh, <laughs> in a Florida body by yeah. any chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and those things are not appetizing either. Oh, I hate porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> I I would. I ne- never thought about eating a porta potty. What? <laughs> Really? That's not what I was saying. You guys have lived your whole life not thinking about what it would be like to eat a porta potty? <laughs> oh, some dookie soup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is High protein, soup. high bacteria. Okay, Prez, stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Um, but refried beans are fucking good. I love refried beans. I had them last night. Oh man! Oh, I never heard someone like is this big of a fan of refried beans before. Army just scored. It's ten to seven. Good under Brady, idiot. Ten to six. Um, all right. Um, I have next on here NCAA basketball, but I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Dude, I also haven't watched a game of it other than um one like U of I game, and they're just it's so hard to watch them play basketball and. Marquette, because I was there for a year, but I watched North Carolina North Kentucky by thirty. So uh, everything I had to say about North Carolina is now off the off the plate. <laughs> this is going to be an either a genius take, or I'm going to look like an idiot, like okay, maybe a little over a calendar year from now. Okay, I watched Duke versus Gonzaga. Chet Holmgren isn't going to be that good in the NBA. All right. Mark that like, down somewhere. But Pablo I mean, Banchero on Duke, he's legit. All right, cut this whole part. <laughs> Huevos Ranchero, he's good. I texted oh, my Pablo buddy after watching, after watching him play for like 10 minutes, and I was like, this is just so stupid. How do they get these guys all the time? Like, dude. this kid Pablo is a fucking beast, dude. He's so good. I was just watching him play. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's, he's a freshman and he's bodying seniors. It's like, what the fuck? That shouldn't happen. We're going to, we're going to surprise them. <laughs> oh. UNC is going to get hot at the right time. Yeah. They had a bad game against Kentucky. So what? Haven't they lost five? Three, but who's counting, right? Right. Oh, I'm an idiot. Never mind. We lost to Tennessee, Purdue, and Kentucky, all top 25 teams. And, and Purdue still was number ranked. one at the time. Yeah. Yeah, should have beat them. Yeah. Should have, could have, would have, whatever. Yeah, I can't really help oh, you guys I didn't, in this argument. I, I straight up was thinking of not the right team. <laughs> you got North Carolina confused with somebody else? I think it was Villanova. With Villanova? Just the colors. That's a tough look right there, Brez. That's fucked. That's like bullshit, Brez. That's Dude, I'm, I know. I'm mad at you right now. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you, Brady. But that was the worst reset of my life. <laughs> no way. When Chris Jenkins got the ball into his hands from that time to when it went in, Worst three seconds of my life. <laughs> yeah. And you just compare. That's okay. Let's move on. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's let's rock and roll. Um, 
Okay, good, because I can't add anything about uh, college basketball. Maybe one day this will be a college athletics um, podcast, but for the time being, it's not. And I'm going to copy your bracket this year then. Brez or me? Me. me. Uh, Pat, because the people who don't know anything always end up in like top five. Yeah, I, uh, I have a pretty good streak of bracketology. That's um, you bragging again, but that's okay. Yeah, see, you already picked bragging, and you can't take it back. That was at the top of the show. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> you want to start with NBA? Yeah, why not? Um, this is from a week ago, but, I mean, it still kind of makes sense. The Grizzlies were playing really well without Ja. He comes back, and they lose to the Thunder, who they previously beat a couple weeks ago by 57 points or something like that. Yeah, without Ja. Yeah, and one of the fans is, like, telling him to sit down. And after the game, Ja was like, yeah, my feelings were, like, actually kind of hurt. And I was like, mine would be, too. Yes, you have to have thick skin to be a professional athlete, but you're at home. You're the only reason this team is relevant, to be totally honest, other than this 12-game skid that he's been gone and they've been playing crazy. But the NBA is streaky as fuck with teams like them as well. Mm -hmm. I'd be pissed off. Dude, Ja Morant has, like – Practically MVP, first team, all pro, like capacity. That's like within his realm of outcomes. He was just like being human in that yeah. moment, like admitting that that hurt his feelings a little 100%. bit. 100%. Like, I respect that a lot. And dude, he is already like, he was picked right after Zion. Mm-hmm. You don't think the Pelicans regret that? Right. Exactly. Like, and also yeah. in a city like Memphis, where he has no, t- he has talent around him, whatever. He probably felt like he was building the team and the city was around him. And then to hear that has to destroy his ego. And I hope he decides that he wants to come play in Chicago where the fans are loyal. Yeah. Dude, I, Dude. Could you imagine like you, we always say you never lose your job to an injury, but could you imagine coming back from an injury and losing fans due to injury? Yeah, that that's terrible. That's got to be an outlier. I can't believe that Memphis Grizzlies fans would have that opinion. That's just some asshole. Like, sorry yeah. for my language, but <laughs> yeah, because like, we've never fucking swore on this podcast. <laughs> no, but seriously, like everybody recognizes that. It, like the the show is Jaw and Jaron Jackson Jr. That's what it's supposed to be, and yeah. like. Yeah, I understand it being one guy. It's like, okay, this isn't the whole fan base. But still, at the end of the day, one guy is enough. Right. Yeah, that one comment's going to be in his head for a long time. Right. And, like, when you say that kind of stuff, it's obviously to a team that you've, like, watched and grown up rooting for. And you're just like, oh, no, we suck again kind of thing. But, like, even we would never have said that to anyone on the Bulls on this roster, but like, you know, a couple of years ago, we, we would have said it like it's better when you're not on the court, but this is your franchise point guard. Right. Yeah. That's like, can the you most... imagine going to a bulls game and saying that to Zach Levine? Yeah. Like go get COVID again. Like, yeah. What? I tell Zach Levine to stand up even when he's on the bench. <laughs> get back in there. <laughs> get that old ass of yours in there. Oh, speaking of the NBA and the Bulls, you see what Kobe White did the other day, Matthew? Oh, that was sick. That's the dunk of the year in my book. Yeah, and he had 24 two nights ago because he's a fucking goaded. He is goaded, and I hope he lands us Miles Turner. 
I don't hate that, unfortunately. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's just t- sometimes when the ball comes off the rim and I'm like, I could go get this rebound right now with the way Nikola Vucevic just has no idea what's going on. Like, Dude, he can't read bigger. the ball off the rim. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with his height. I mean, it does at the end of the day. Like someone who's taller than him, even if he is in the right position, could grab it over him. But he's just never in the right position. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. It's so <laughs> frustrating. But, dude, he's he's gotten better, like – Oh, yeah, you know how I feel. If he's hitting threes, I don't give a fuck. I could care less about our defense ever. It's awesome. So many steals and are so athletic, but I pretty much close my eyes when they're on defense. Yeah. Dude, the thing is, like, well, it having Caruso out actually hurts so bad because he is such a defensive stalwart that I think, like, having him on the court is, like, like, if you were to put this in, like, 2K terms, like, he's got the golden badge for, like, Clamps, yeah, and everyone yeah. else gets five defensive points better because he's on the floor. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. no doubt, dude. He is so shut down on D, it is outrageous. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? We haven't had like our full lineup, we had like a taste of it, and it was so great. And now it's like all we've ever thought about. It's like the last decade kind of like the white Sox. no i know it's like the last decade just went out the window and we're like where's our team it's like this team was put together this team was put together less than month like two months ago dude when the season started i was like i just want us to make the playoffs and make a little run in the east to expect them to win a championship would be crazy i am full-blown championship (laughs) or bust (laughs) yeah yes dude it's unbelievable like this man comes in, he takes what a John Paxson's job or Gar Foreman, and he's like, bow, 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 like builds a murderer's row lineup in like four months. Yeah. And he's like, we only have two players from that old regime. Yeah. And, or, yeah, it's like, or three Zach Levine, Pat Williams, and Kobe White. Yeah. Like, we're not going to give up on your only other draft pick, the most <laughs> recent one, but everything else about your roster can fuck off. Yeah. And like, and now that's and now that's like our team, you know. Like we, we were like so much respect, and we haven't even had them for like a full calendar month. We've had you know? them for a quarter of a season, and, and we, that's how good they've looked. And we already miss our opening day roster, you know. Like it, we haven't really gotten yes, them yeah. for an extended amount of time, and hopefully we get like herd immunity for the whole team throughout the rest of the season. Because if, yes. if we can get our whole entire team, well, actually just the six that we really fell in love with in the first part of this season, if we can get yeah. all of them on the same page, every Bulls fan is going to be so happy. But that's why we were so upset is because this is what you expect. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not mad. Like, I'm not mad at myself for being, like, championship or bust because, like, oh, that's unrealistic. We haven't had anything. I don't care that we didn't have anything. We have it now, and I'm like, <laughs> you done for me lately. I know. Um, uh, from your record books, both of you, has DeMar DeRozan ever missed a mid-range shot? Nope. Nope. Yeah. I, like I want every DeRozan. game every second, and I've never seen him miss a mid-range jumper. It's a cheat code. It is. But but the thing is, if you look at his move to like get that separation, there's a lot of similarities with every single one of them. And it's like, this seems so defendable, but it just 
teardrops in every time. Well, the other thing is, like, if you bite on any of his fakes, he'll just take you to the rack. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's closer, so he's like, it's it's given. Mm-hmm. You have he to respect his driving. The ability. most insufficient play in sports history, which is statistically the mid-range jump shot, yeah. look like a good basketball play. Yeah. It's a weapon, dude. Yeah, like it's so good. Him, Kwai, MJ, and KD are the fucking four people that I've ever seen do that. Yeah. Well, the other thing that it does is just like it opens up the floor for everyone else, right? Because like you can you you could either have guys driving to the basket or running like a pick and roll on the outside for him to pass it back to you. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't have to bite on the pump fake to go get an offensive rebound because they know if it's going up, it's going in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he can pump fake. The defender goes to get the rebound, but they stay out there. Boom, Alex Caruso from the corner. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that the DeMar DeRozan signing was like widely considered the worst signing of the offseason. Granted, I did not expect him to be putting up 38 twice against the Lakers. Like what he's doing, he's practically in the MVP conversation. He missed like, I think it was nine games and he's still second in the league in fourth quarter points scored. That's crazy. So before the season, did I think he was going to put up 38 against the Lakers twice? No. Did I think he was going to be putting up these numbers like he is now? No, but I expected about 20 a game from him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would have been happy with like 15 and six, like average with spike games. But But all he's ever done, no matter what team he was on, no matter the talent around him, is score the basketball. I knew he was for the basketball at this, at this rate. No, but I'm fucking ecstatic that it's happening. Yeah. When you, when you break down 20 points, it's just 10 of his mid range. I'd like him to pass the ball to Zach Levine a little bit selfishly because I have him to win the MVP, but I mean, we'll take wins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, To now Brady's uh, team that we will face in the championship, Clay and Wiseman have both been cleared for coming up. So here's my hoping that will happen. I do love Clay, but – what I'm hoping will happen is what happened to the Grizzlies the other night. The way the Warriors play basketball right now is one of the most fundamentally sound offenses I've ever seen in my life. And that's yes. cut, do your job, and when the best player on the floor is open, give him the damn ball. Yep. And they are doing it better than I've ever seen in my life. So I'm hoping Clay comes back and everything changes and we <laughs> see them in the championship and they just we beat him by 100. Yeah. They they move without the ball so well, and by it's they great. I mean Steph, because yeah. Draymond just kind of stands still and then waits for Steph to move without the ball. If Steph doesn't already bring the ball up, it's kind of insane. Like they're like well, the, the other Patriots, thing is dude. they're like the Patriots yes. right now. It's Steph doing his thing and everybody else doing their job every time. Not complaining about it in the locker room. I don't get the ball enough. Not Kyle Kuzma in it. Basically, what I'm saying <laughs> and. It's, it's awesome. They're just so fun to watch. Well, the other thing is, it's like you could take advantage of Steph defensively by putting like DeMar DeRozan on him. Like where Clay got his, aside from being one of the best three point shooters in the league, he was like the best perimeter defender in the NBA, like behind Kawhi Leonard. Yeah for like four years in a row. Like he is good. Even if he's 70% 
like of what he was defensively, he would still be like above average. Like he is yeah. that good. Dude, like, he's so valuable. And that's why I what I'm hoping will happen isn't going to. And they're only gonna get better. And why isn't coming back only makes them better. Like it's yeah. not fair. Yeah. Yeah. But that's here's that, the thing. It, it it may be too good to be true. Yeah, that's also true. Because like if Clay comes back and he's ice cold, they start giving him less looks and then he loses more confidence. He could be a net detriment. I don't see it that, happening. That's now. not going to happen because he doesn't think about anything. He's just out there playing basketball. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't care. Like he's he's my favorite player because of that. Like he doesn't go into interviews after the game. He looks confused about what they're asking. Be like, you just scored thirty-seven points in the third quarter. How did that feel? Oh, good. I didn't know it was thirty-seven. Yeah. Like he. Oh, been, I broke a record. Oh, yeah. He's the Cody Bellinger of the NBA. <laughs> That's such a good comparison. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh god, um, dude. Yeah, like one after one of the NBA Finals games. I don't know if they won or lost, but he like was tweeting SpongeBob memes like twenty yeah. minutes after the game. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> yeah. I don't even care about him as a player. <laughs> His mind is already off the game. Yeah. It's like it was never anywhere. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it now? I love that mentality. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him though, Bulls is JP. Other than other than the Warriors, the only team that really scares me is the Bucks. Honestly, their depth and having one of the top three players of the game at a position that we honestly don't have. Like, is going back to the Vooch thing, we don't have a five. Yeah, Tony Bradley more like a four. Well, he's the size of a four, and he stretches the floor on offense as well. Like, we don't have a five in our starting lineup. And then when Tony Bradley comes in, God, do I love him for being a Tar Heel. But he has got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's been rough. And then we got my favorite player on the team, Elise Johnson, who comes in, grabs a rebound, and just chucks it right away. Never, <laughs> He just chucks it out. <laughs> yeah, he never holds a ball for more than maybe two and a half seconds. He's the kid that you picked up because you had nine guys and he was, <laughs> he's working out and he just comes in, has no idea how to play basketball. And he probably shoots it into the wrong team's hoop. The first part of the game learns that you're not supposed to do that. Doesn't shoot the rest of the game and just fires bullet passes and runs around. <laughs> that's like, that's the hype guy at the rec league though. Absolutely. Yeah. I would he's just getting that. athletic rebounds and bad at everything. And he's else. ready to play twelve games, and after one game, we're all like, "Yeah, we're done." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, next, next week with like a Steph Curry jersey on and Jordans. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> he had like a couple good games for the Nets last year. I was like, "Is he good?" He's going to be Nick the one Claxton. to break. He's going to be the one to break Steph Curry's record. Oh, four. <laughs> he won't even shoot 0.04% of Steph Curry's attempts. Facts. Or makes even. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Dude, he would need to make 400 threes to A be game. at like 10%. Yeah. See, that's another thing. It's outrageous what Steph is doing. Nobody can touch that. Actually, 500 threes. <laughs> that's so stupid. To be at 10%. So. 
He needs to shoot 50. I don't know if he'll ever get the minutes to even make that possible. He's never been behind the three-point line with the ball in his career. <laughs> and he would he would need to make each of those 50. If you're going off by like percentage of attempts, that's probably... I can't wait for the playoffs when he has to be in and they're doubling DeMar and he's just wide open from three and they just pass with the ball and he just doesn't shoot it. It's my least favorite thing in the world. I hate when a guard's out there. It's so annoying. But because it's him, I'm going to love it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. You'll get him next time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Keep firing. The room's always open. That's what I say to that kid when we, the kid who plays basketball too. Yeah. Just keep Keep shooting. Keep shooting. (laughs) Yeah. One's bound to fall, and it's definitely going to be the game winner. Every yeah. time from half court doesn't even touch the net. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, final NBA, because uh, we'll get to NFL and rip it up. Um, I have to say something, unfortunately. Russell Westbrook won me a pretty big bet the other day, and I am still kind of upset about it. And, yo, yo, you made the video about retiring from gambling. Shut up. I had $17 in my account, and I've turned that into a nice amount of money. So when that's done, <laughs> and when I deposit that, that's when I'll be done. Yeah. Hey, you don't, you, you're don't. you preaching to the choir over here. We know you're yeah. retired. I know, but don't I don't like, need to apologize. I feel like I feel like wary talking about gambling. No, no, no. Everybody knows the old man that retires can't stop working. He might be re- he might be retired on paper, but ha- does he stop odd jobs? No shot. No. He's got to keep and moving. I've also been in Brady. 2022 since October, so I retired in 2021. Doesn't count anymore. Yep. This is your like redemption point in like the movie that inevitably happens. Yeah. I'm 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 the. Uh, Never mind. Let's move on to the NFL. (laughs) Okay. Before we get into uh, the betting ways of what happened last week, we got to talk about how embarrassing the Chicago Bears are. You know what? what? I was at the game on Monday. Yeah. And I respected Matt Nagy for getting fired up and like you motherfucking the refs and then throwing the challenge flag as hard as he could at the ref. But like, it made me go from being mad at him to feeling bad for him. Nope. See, that's what he wanted. That's exactly what he wants you to do. Okay. Brady's laughing because he knows exactly where this is going. You're going to forget everything that he's done to us. <laughs> due to no. one. No, 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 Brez. You had your chance. You're going to forget everything that he's done to us due to him showing a shred a shred of emotion for his team at his last breath with the team. Sure, he chucked yeah. a challenge flag, flag to the ground. Did he put a ball in the end zone until the last second of the game? Did he oh, no. show any form of having a coherent offense? Did he do anything? We all had the moment when we were watching the game like, oh man, now we kind of feel bad for him. Take that out of your head. We can't feel yeah. bad for him. He had a year and some change to figure that part out. He stayed yeah. doing the same thing. He is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and over and hoping for different results. It doesn't Why happen. I'm laughing so hard is because the McCaskies were sitting up in the booth and just smiling, the little snicker on their face. That's our coach for the next 10 years. And they gave him papers the next day and they said, don't put it out until the off season. So they don't burn the stadium before we move to Arlington. 
that oh you get re-signed, just... and on the contract it's gonna say because of that Monday Night Football game against the Vikings. I was fired up. I, I just I I don't. I, I he's done. I can't believe like there was a part of me like that just couldn't believe what was going on with him. I was like, okay, he's got to change something. He he just keeps doing the same thing. Like you just said, insanity. He's got to change something. And for it to take this long for mm-hmm. him to do something like a shred, like you said, right. a shred of hope in, in that he cares about this football team, that it took this long proves everybody right. That there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it shouldn't take oh, normal, civilized, smart individual that long to realize they need to change something. Yeah, and we yeah. we all oh. thought like the exact same thing. It was like, oh man, now now we feel bad for him, and he's again playing into the fanatic in all of us. It's like now that I'm showing a little bit of heart, they're all back on my side. Can't let that happen. Yeah. No, it, dude. It I think what happens. Go ahead, Brett. Sorry. It doesn't. But it, like he was he was trying to like Billy McFarland the situation and keep a straight face. Like being like, it's fine, everything's fine, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. And yeah. like trying to keep that face up as long as he possibly could. And now he's just like, All right, now it's for pride. Because yeah. he, like he knew he lost the locker room. Nobody respected him. Like it's, once you lose the locker room, you're you're right, done. Like, right. And to say, like, if it's if it's for pride, what were the last 13 weeks for? Because it definitely was not for pride. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Right. And I'm uh, I'm agreeing with you because you wait until your last breath to show a shred of enthusiasm towards the guys out on the field trying to figure out what's in your fucking head. Like, we've mm-hmm. given you chance after chance. Well, we personally haven't, the fans. But because, well, yeah. Well, because we're not the ones cashing and signing your checks. That's you and the McCaskey's business. We can't get into that, even though Brady wants an average Joe in the GM's office. It's not going to happen. And we're not the ones saying you get another chance. That's happening in the doors, behind the doors that we want to be able to see what's going on in. It's not your fault, Sean. It's yeah. not your fault. But it, you, it it's everyone's fault now. Yeah. Not your fault, Sean. You, Thank you. It, have you guys seen the episode of Rick and Morty when Jerry goes or like gets checked into the daycare? Yeah. And a bunch of Jerry's? Yeah. yeah. That's the Bears front office. <laughs> it needs to be blown up from the top down. <laughs> Some other universe where they all could just sit and watch Bears games and tell them that they're doing a good job because that's all they want. Well, dude, it's all the same guy with a little too much hair gel. The only difference is Nagy's bald, but he's not even in those boardrooms. Like, it's the same guy. It's all the McCaskies being like, We did a good job. We did a good job. But yeah. Like, convincing themselves of it dude also for, it's like, yeah, 30 years. Dude, for sure just like gel it back like a dork <laughs> dude ryan pace i think he's used so much hair gel that it's like corroded his brain into thinking <laughs> that he's good at making yeah. salary cap decisions contract offers and draft picks dude his hair is so stiff oh, and like it has to be hairspray and 
he's been inhaling too much hairspray. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, someone needs to help him. Yeah. Oh. Brez, he goes bald. They win a Super Bowl the next two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His brain functionality comes back. Exactly. Yeah. We've gotten to a point that we're talking about Ryan Bates' hair gel, how dysfunctional this fucking team is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, that's the thing, though. Everything is what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Brez, it's like uh, the other episode of Rick and Morty when it's like Simple Ricks, the one, the um, yeah, and it's just like the McCaskies giving Nagy another contract and getting his mindset, and then they just shoot him in the back, and then they're (laughs) like, "And this is Simple Ricks. You ever want the feeling of you know being able to coach your favorite Chicago Bears? Well, come on down to Simple Ricks, and you get this. this You get to yeah. You you get to take this. You get to take this pill that you immediately are the GM and coach of the Chicago Bears, and they sell that that feeling that Nagy had right before getting stabbed in the back. Oh yeah, they're just harvesting right now. Yeah, that's all it is. Uh huh. All right, now we can get into uh, the public betting and how we can inevitably. So I, this goes back to last episode where I said, this season is all about making money. I think, Mm -hmm. I think we attacked it to head on and the money got scared and ran away. So we're going to (laughs) say this season is all about staying healthy again. We're back to, we're back to season one. Yeah, It's, it's all about, or maybe season two, we're all about staying healthy. Staying positive, staying positive, (laughs) testing negative, because the more we talk about money and wanting to win, the more it's going out the window, fellas. I hate to be that guy, but this season can no longer be about making money. We got to hope that in the back of our heads, but we can't say it out loud right now. Mm -hmm. We're only, we're only thinking about our health. We're just thinking about our health. We want to. This season's always been about health. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what money uh, is. Valueless. Yeah. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I got some things to say yeah. about the NFL right now, though. Okay. Um, the Cowboys have been and now are firmly my if it's not Tampa team. Really? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it uh, a few weeks ago, and I was like, I'm, I just like the Cowboys, man. They're grinding out games right now. They're not playing too well. It's not their fault they play in the NFC East. And once you get to the playoff, that's all you got to do is get there, and then you get everybody's best, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think if they play their best, they could beat anybody. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But I mean, what are their weaknesses? Nothing that you can think of, like the strict five things like throwing, catching, running, defense, and special teams. Right. You know, like those five things, they all do very well. And you would have to have an off day at two or three to lose. And they've had off days like that. That's why they have losses in their L column. But I would agree that having two or three of those things be off at the same time for the Cowboys right now is pretty hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dak doesn't they're, they're another 100%. team that hasn't been too healthy. Yeah. Dak doesn't look good. And Zeke is just like, he's flailing right now. He's like a right. dead fish. And they're still, they're still going to win 13 games. 
Yeah, that's unbelievable. But, I mean, the talent on their roster is insane. They have two, they have like, well, multiple like superstars on the offense. Micah Parsons is going to be like a defensive player in the of the year within the next three years. If, if TJ Watt falls off the planet, then yeah, he wins it this year. But like you said, no yeah. doubt in my mind, he wins it eventually. Yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> like, Watt falls off the I've, I mean, they're one and TJ Watt's one and he's two. He's not too far behind it, too. But what TJ Watt's doing on a team that just has no business winning games and they still are some way, somehow, is absurd. He's the like a win because of guy. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's scary for sure. Um, but on the Cowboys, I've been a Zeke guy just because, like, uh, I think I had him in fantasy when he did, like, really, really well. And like Brady, that's my guy. I might trade him, like, this year I traded, or I might have traded him. Who knows? Um, but when you see the difference of when Tony Pollard comes on to this field, the lightning feet, you're like, okay, that can't be Zeke. You know, yeah. like Pollard shoots a gap yeah. so much better than Zeke. And to have both of them, like Zeke still does a lot well, but you're starting to see that Zeke might be a third down back instead of a one, two back. And because he, having two backs that have their role is right. never a bad thing. No, exactly. And you got to, I mean, the Cowboys are the Cowboys and they'll try and figure it out the best they can. You want to start Zeke just because of all the money that you're paying him and everything. But if you get him out there for second and third down, and when you need a long run, you want somebody to find a gap quick Pollard's your guy for that. And it hates, like it pains me to say that out loud because Pollard has been the handcuff to Zeke for fantasy wise since ever. And he's just like, scavenged yard after yard of Zeke's stats. And now if the Cowboys want to win a Super Bowl, they have to steer into that skit. Zeke can punch it in from five yards, no problem, but he's not going to get you a 60-yard run anytime soon. Well, why their backfield is so dynamic, I know Zeke hasn't had a great year, but Tony Pollard has, is because you have the option with both of them to throw or run the ball to them. They're both great pass catchers. Yes. Same with the Packers. Right. It's like, I mean, the Packers, it sucks to say right now, because they got Jair Alexander back, could be the best team in the NFL. I got something fucked up to say. That, What's that? Um, I don't know if it's the turmoil that the Bears are in or if it's something else. But Don't say what you're going to say. You know exactly where it's going. Aaron Rodgers is so fun to watch. Yeah, I told you this like nine weeks ago, Dude, and it pained me to say, and I know this has to hurt you really bad. It's like my Lurie Garcia thing all over again. Like <laughs> this, this sucks to say out loud, but it's like clockwork with him. You know yeah. for a fact that he is going to complete a pass. Like when it matters, when you need it to happen, he does it week in, week out, play in, play out. And there are some people that root for Aaron Rodgers, and I don't like those people. So they are the reason I don't like Aaron Rodgers, the people who root for him. But from the outside, if he wasn't the biggest rival of my favorite football team, I would have no problem being like, this guy is fucking good. 
And I think he's oh, yeah. fucking around because he's, I haven't that's seen him. Make, I haven't seen him make one throw this year where he just drops back and lasers one over the middle. They're always off schedule. They're always off his back foot and he's always running. And it's like a float pass or a bullet or whatever. It's never the standard quarterback drop back and throw. And I think he's doing it on purpose to fuck with everybody. Has to be, has to be, <laughs> has to be. And the reason I think that he, he 100% is fucking with everybody because there's no way you can predict that game script ahead of time. Like Brady right. said, he's not standing in the pocket like Tom Brady does. He's not constantly on the run like Lamar is. He's not doing all these things that are definitely in the script. He's just like going out there and yeah. fucking around. And Dude, it's run like, around here and I'll find you. It's like if... You, if we all had like a pickup football game and the one guy who played quarterback in high school before it turned into a DB was like, you know what, let me play. And he just starts like tossing up and like just putting things on the money out of nowhere. And it's like, wait, am I good at this position? (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) It's like he's stumbled into the best attribute of his person just by happenstance. I hate people who look like they hate the sport they're playing and are just so good at it. Right, dude. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the epitome of Aaron Rodgers. It's like he's he wakes up Sunday at probably 10 o'clock, and he's like, oh. <laughs> Got to get in the truck and get to the game. Yeah. And he just tosses his pads in there. He doesn't even have a locker. He walks in with his pads and jersey and then just, like, hops on in the field and then says what's up to Devante and Aaron Jones, who have been grinding out for the last 10 hours, even though the yeah. game's at noon. And he's just like, you guys ready to rock? We doing this? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't he's been so in practice casual. or the facility all week. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's been, fucking- he's been fucking hanging out with Pat McAfee, Keanu Reeves, and shit like that. Just cuts. You know? That's why I can't stand Packers fans. Because they have the audacity to like complain ever. Right. They were just handed Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You didn't yeah. earn that. Exactly. And they have two Super Bowls to show for it. That's also hilarious. Like, yeah, that's, that, that's, the really effect. See, that's, that's the fun part about what I'm doing right now. Is that even though the Packers have exceeded the Bears in every head-to-head matchup, they have two things to show for it over that 41-10 and 10 record. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's Aaron it. Aaron Rodgers is the king of losing in the NFC championship game. And that's why I feel fine saying that I don't mind watching him play well. And that's how I'm going to spin this into Tom Brady's favor again, is that you could, that he only has one is because of Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, he loses to other teams in their conference before he could even get to Brady. So if he did get to Brady, he would lose. Quarterback to ever live only has one championship because of Tom Brady. I'll take that over being the most talented ever. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Robert Orr. (laughs) Big Bobby Orr. I mean, Tom Brady is like logistically chasing Bill Russell for like most rings in like NBA, NFL, MLB. Yeah. As like a player. Yeah. And like – People laughed at him for saying that he would play until he's 45. He's 45 next year, and he's going to play for fucking five more years. Well, he's 42. What? He's going to have three COVID birthdays. 
<laughs> you know what I would do if I was a GM in a different sport is like, let's say the Bulls were a shoe in for the championship this year, which they are just in the off season, pick up Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, like yeah. put him on the roster and get him a ring in a different sport and just end yeah. the whole debate. Just fuck with everybody. Just, just sign him to a vet minimum. Just get it ready. over with. Just the greatest athlete to ever play sports ever. Tom Brady, put it up, just sign, seal it, and put it away. Oh man, that yeah. was fucking great. <laughs> could you could you if imagine Tom Brady? I swear I probably wouldn't make it the next day. Dude, Brady, we would have to put you on a watch. We would have to to have 24-hour surveillance on what's Brady doing currently. I just sit in a corner and shake and wait for them to play their next game. Also, you would probably <laughs> order like 15 Bulls Brady jerseys immediately. Just smash order, repeat order, repeat order, repeat order until they all I don't arrive. care how negative my account goes. <laughs> but like, I don't know, man. It's It's becoming just less and less of a debate on how great Tom Brady Tom Brady Absolutely. is. I think it's undeniable too. And the fact that like the last Super Bowl, sure, the Patriots de- or, or the Buccaneers defense like was a big contributing factor. Right. Tom Brady beat like the next guy who people were like, could he be the GOAT? Like, yeah. He fucking sunned him. Yeah. They beat them by like two touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I'm experiencing for the first time ever? You guys know this year when the Sox were really good and you guys were kind of debating whether you wanted to let other people in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to let you guys in. <laughs> I hear you. That's fair. I mean, I'm pretty much doing what you're doing. I'm kind of just admitting that something. I'm not going to go out there and root for Tom Brady to get signed by the Bulls so he can get an empty. Because you can't. Too. Uh, I'm just saying that in a world where that happened, it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right, you guys are all in. It's okay. You really, you really had to pull my fucking leg for that one. Yeah, but also, like Brady, you never would have like. There's nobody coming on to the Sox bandwagon that was rooting for another team. You That's know? true. It's people in Chicago that like want a reason to go out. not to be there. Yeah. So th- those are the people where I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure, if you want to go out and have a good time, but if you say one thing about the team that I disagree with, I'm going to bury you yeah, because of your yeah. fandom, Yeah, quote unquote. Um, all right, Brady, run through your power rankings, and then Brez, you can do the same, and then I will do the same. Well, this was before last week, but I still feel the same way about it. Okay. Uh, Buck one, Cowboys two, Packers three, Rams four, Cards five, Chiefs six, Patriots seven. And the only reason I'm putting the Patriots on there is because they've been playing well and they have to be on there. I told you they were going to bust. It's not sustainable. They played like shit the other night. I know they had half their team, so what? I'm a sharp genius and I told you to take the Colts. So the Patriots are on there, but it's like a sympathy on there. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't stop John Taylor. I mean... Who can? Right Taylor, Taylor the middle. Hey, Brez, uh, I think you won our bet, by the way. Uh, I, It was narrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it's not even David Montgomery's fault. I think he's really good, too. Yeah, the, I know. the Bears, whatever. Fuck the Bears. Yeah, dude, I, um, I'm in the same fucking. Yeah, go, right. go for it. One Packers, two Chiefs, three Bucks, um, four Chargers, and, like, 
that's just my top four, roughly. I think the Chargers fucked themselves and should have beaten the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have won like eight in a row. Yeah, not no. eight in a row, but like, I, is it eight in a row? It is. Um, uh, no, it is not. Let me see Six, real maybe. quick. It's well, one, look two, it up real quick because it's I'm seven gonna, in a row. I'm gonna go seven in a row. Yeah. Um, like I do love, I do love that the Chiefs with four losses, like hot out of the gate, everyone is like, bailed. Yeah. Bailed so hard. And I get it because it did look horrible from an outside point of view. Like as somebody who is just watching the Chiefs due to highlights, and then you get to start, you start seeing like everything that's going on and you're like, oh man, maybe this wasn't a dynasty. Like they don't have much to prove other than one. But it's like, we should have seen this part coming. You know, Mm -hmm. like them popping up seven straight wins. Sure, some of them aren't as big as we thought they would at the beginning of the season, but they're still wins. A W is up in that column. So I think just based off that, they have to be in the top two, top three. Yeah, I mean, this would be their third consecutive Super Bowl appearance. Right, appearance. Like that. that is like kind of dynastic. I mean, the other thing is like – the defenses people or like teams are playing against the Chiefs, yeah, somehow have worked. Right. Yeah. And like everyone focused like pretty much all their resources on how do we beat this team? Mm-hmm. Cause they are like the standard. And then they just applied it to the Chargers and to the Bills. Right. Like other elite right. quarterback teams. Right. Like the- with things that only Mahomes, Herbert. And Josh Allen can do. It's crazy. Right. When you you have Brady, when you have just fucking. Yeah. When you have a top tier uh, person at each major position, chances are defenses are going to find a way to stop at least one of them. Yeah. And stop them very well. I would be shocked if scouting teams spent more than like two, two and a half hours on like game film against like preparing for the bears and just be like, this is the only shit they do. And they run it constantly. Yeah. And then like for the chiefs, it would be like 12 hours. It's like literally six times longer. And like, they focus on it. Like when they're not even playing against the chiefs (laughs) or the bills or the chargers, I got to imagine that the meetings with the players and the coaches the week prior to the Bears are in and out. Just don't in and out. <laughs> yeah. They gotta be. There's no way. Like when there was uh are you the Bears are worse than the Lions? Dude, it's like when interviewers, uh when reporters are asking the opposing head coach, it's like, ah oh, man, uh the Bears didn't tell you who their starting quarterback was. How'd you prepare? And then they have to give like an actual answer, not to seem like an asshole. It's like, well, you know, they the last word we heard was that Dalton's gonna be the starter, so we we were heavy on leaning that way, but we did a uh, prepare a little bit for the, uh, you know, inevitable, maybe Justin Fields and in their heads they are like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's it doesn't, it, there, there are so many more problems with this team than what quarterback stepping out. They the run three extra plays when Justin Fields in the, right. in the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. If Justin Fields is in, don't let him scramble for 21 yards. That's it. That's it. 
Yeah, that's it. If you have a QB, like everybody spot, on the Packers gets the Aaron Rodgers treatment the week of the Bears. Yeah, like hey, great win this this Sunday. We'll see you next Sunday at the game. Yeah, and it's like if you're playing a Bears team without Justin Fields, it's like okay, you don't need to spy the QB. You just check if he hands it off or not, and then you're pretty much free range. If Justin yeah. Fields is on the team, if he hands it off, you know, spy the QB a little bit just to see. But if he doesn't hand it off, just go after him. He doesn't yeah. have that much time to figure it out. And even if he throws it, it's probably not going to be right on the money. And chances are his four foot three receivers aren't going to go up and get it. They can't catch it even when they are open and they are rarely open. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but sorry, that was just a sidebar. So your power rankings again, one one more time. We were talking uh, about the Chiefs and yeah. Chiefs, Packers. Oh, man. Who did I have third? You had Packers yeah, you had um, Packers first, Cardinals. No, Cardinals weren't on there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. D hops out. I had the Chargers. Yeah, And then I honestly, then the Cardinals, then I honestly think the Pats, then the Colts. Pats and Colts would be like tied. Like yeah. the Colts are good enough defensively where if Jonathan Taylor just dominates. Yeah. They could win playoff games because nobody could stop it. And if they get a lead, they will just kill the clock on you. Yeah, but you got to look at this is the same way we felt when Derrick Henry um, was terrorizing the entire league. And then they were up 14 to zero or 24 to zero on the Chiefs and Chiefs ended up coming back and beating the shit out of them. Yeah, the Titans defense isn't as yeah. bolts, but I know what you're True. saying. True. Yeah, exactly. So I would love to see um, Jonathan Taylor just continue to be what Brez said he was going to be. I hate to say that, but... Um, it's going to be on Saturday nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they're, they're like, like, dude, they're, they're that heavy, game gets a little bit close. Yeah. yeah. That game against the Patriots gets a little bit close, and this guy just fucks around and runs a 69-yard touchdown that down the sideline to win the game. Yeah. for me. <laughs> right? Giant. I, uh, I was thinking, like, for that game, betting that game strategically, I was like, somehow, someway, Naheem Hines is going to get eight touchdowns. Yeah, I know. I had him to score two, and he scored the first one, and I was I like, was this like, is the only time. Like, perfect. I don't know. No, I know. Um, what the first touchdown? Were the odds better? No, they probably weren't. Oh yeah, they for sure were. Yeah, dude. I. I oh no, maybe not. But whatever. They're in the same ballpark. One is, I guess, they're just as hard as each other. Dude, I've it. I've had maybe four instances in the last couple of times I've placed two ta- two touchdown wagers that the person has scored the first touchdown. And then mm-hmm. barely gets any looks the rest of the game. And I'm like, you need to figure it out. You I know, but I love it. It, happen again. It, it, yeah. it lets you down more yes. at the end of the game, but at least you can root for it at the rest of the, the time. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. I, I had uh, I had Damian Williams scoring a touchdown in the Bears game just because of his odds. And he was on special teams, and I was wondering when he blocked that punt, if he like blocked it, picked it up, and went into and the end ran zone, it back. would that have counted? No, yeah. I don't think it would have either. I don't think. So. Oh, I would have had. I would have had a no, call, it would. dude. I don't know if it would have though, because you never see like. I guess you never see like defensive players out there for 
touchdowns, but what happens know. on a punt return or kick return? Yeah, you no, get, I you think that would cash that. like special teams and Damian Williams individually. I think it would too. I think they just have to be on the, they have to be like labeled on the roster as an offensive player. Yeah, true. But because also, I think if you have a punt return, it's never happened to me. It would be awesome if I had a guy on a punt return to score a touchdown. Right. You should, you would get it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But also, how crazy is it that our third string running back is on <laughs> yeah, special <why>? teams <laughs> just causing absolute mayhem? Yeah. <laughs> he is ruined. He's like very, very good at special teams. Like, that wasn't the first time I've noticed him making plays on special teams. Like when you Damian Williams, Damian Williams is on special teams all the time. He is the third string running back on a four and 10 team. And he still doesn't play. That shows you how good these guys are. Like this guy just wants to go block a punt and he can't even get a rush. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. My, my power rankings. I kind of, since I already admitted that I kind of don't mind watching Aaron Rodgers, I can't put green Bay first. Because they get one or the other. Um, So I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay one just based off of history. There's no real other way to look at that. Uh, Kansas City's two. Um, I like what the Colts are doing right now. Buffalo scares me. Um, Mm -hmm. Then Green Bay's three. Let's go Colts just for fun. Um and then I think it all is a toss up between like we'll put Dallas up there for sure, but then like Arizona, Tennessee, Cincinnati's leading their division right now, the Chargers, Buffalo, like all of those teams have shown us and the Cardinals that they're just a matter of time. It's like yeah. is, is everything working today or no? Because yeah. if it is, well, you're gonna win by forty eight. And if it's not, you're gonna be clenching your jaw the entire game. I thought the 49ers should tank. Yeah. Their division is just too good this year. Yeah, and now they're in the wild card, but chances are if they have to face Dallas, Green Bay, or Tampa Bay, it's not going to look fun. Worthless season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean. I mean, Jimmy G is a little bit better than mm. Or has been playing better Ugh. than people would have expected. I think he's trash. This like is, I don't think you can win with him. No, this is that's my whole argument on like, is it a franchise quarterback? It's like, does he win you a Super Bowl tomorrow? And the, Jimmy yeah. G was in the Super Bowl and he didn't do anything to go win the game. Pat Mahomes he did missed that year. The one pass right. that and won them the game. And it's like the same argument when Mitch, when we had the double doink, it's like Mitch did just enough to keep us in the game, but you don't want a quarterback that does just enough. Yeah. Right. You're not going to win without scoring points and you can't bank on your defense getting two touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need a way better quarterback. And I think with Kansas city, Tampa Bay, Dallas, if Dak can stay healthy, See, that's why the Colts probably aren't going to do anything this year is because of the Carson Wentz thing. Because Jonathan Taylor can run you all the clock you want, but you're not going to beat another playoff team by seven. Seven to zero. How about when Lil B used to put hexes on NBA players and you can have (laughs) all the talent you want around you, they still didn't play well. Yeah. He must have a curse on Carson Wentz. Yeah. Just unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, Brady, do you want to run through the games or do you want me to? I can. All right. 
We got San Fran at Tennessee on Thursday night. San Fran minus three. Green Bay are Cleveland at Green Bay. Green Bay minus seven and a half. Colts at Arizona. Arizona minus one. Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta minus five and a half. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus three. Uh, Rams at Minnesota. Rams minus three. Bills at New England, New England minus two and a half. Wow. Yep. Jacksonville at the Jets, Jets minus two and a half. Giants at Philadelphia, Philadelphia minus 10. Tampa Bay at Carolina, Tampa Bay minus 10. Mm-hmm. Chargers at Houston, Chargers minus 10. Bears at Seahawks, Seahawks minus six and a half. Uh, Steelers at Chiefs, Chiefs minus seven. Broncos at Raiders, pick them. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, uh Football team versus Dallas, Dallas minus 11, Miami at New Orleans, New Orleans minus three. I love, love this board. Yeah, same. And it's kind of scary. Yes. Um, So do you want to go first? uh, I was just going to say one thing about Christmas. I feel like a teaser between the Packers and the Colts can't lose. I was going to take both of them against the spread. That was going to be like my parlay. Oh, it was just straight up Packers and Colts? Yeah. Well, the Colts? No, Packers, Colts, and uh, Dolphins. Oh, interesting. Um, But yeah, so I don't know what is going on. Again, like Brady said, I do like the spread or the board, but that doesn't mean anything. You know? Oh yeah, no, it's bad. That's bad news. Yeah, but also like, even though I like it, and immediately things pop off as like, okay, yes, okay, yes, that's never worked. So yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna handle this. I might try. I didn't give my reverse reverse psychology parlay thing enough of a trial run, and it's a little too late to do that. But maybe we'll do it again <laughs> this week, and I'll come back with the the statistics because uh, we need more than one variable as anybody who had to do any science ever. Um, so I'll try to do that this week and I'll let you guys go with your parlays and your picks first. So I can kind of construct mine. All right. I got mine. Um, the Colts money line, the fact that they're plus money here makes no sense to me, which is probably a bad thing for you, but a good thing for me because I'm red hot right now. So I'm taking the Colts money line. I'm taking the Bills money line. I hate the Patriots. I don't know why I hate them. Maybe because Tom Brady's gone and they're still successful and everybody talking about how it was always Belichick. Maybe he's pissing me off, but I don't think so. Um, <laughs> money line there for sure. Maybe alternate spread them minus, to be honest with you. For who? Sorry. And then I'm taking. For who was that, Brady? I Bills. the Colts money line, Bills money line, yeah, and the Bucks minus ten. Yeah. And the reason I'm taking them minus ten is not because the talent. It's not and uh, oh my god, Antonio Brown coming back. It's the fact that Tom Brady being this pissed off is going to will them to win. Not the talent, not the play on the field. How pissed off he is is going to score them eleven points, and that's, <laughs> and that's the spread. Yeah. And then the last one that I have is the Broncos. I just think I just think the Raiders like they're so inconsistent. They have nothing to play for. It's been a uh, they kind of do have something to play for, but whatever. It's been a really long year. This is when I think teams become who we think they are or who not. So I don't think the Raiders are very good. I think the Broncos have been steady. So I take the Broncos there. Like that. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely listen to that and run that back after it airs 
because chances are all of it's going to hit just (laughs) due to how insane the elaborating on each pick was, but I'm, I'm all in on that. Brez. So I got the Packers and Colts on Christmas day. Yeah. And then might take Jonathan Taylor two touchdowns. Um, and then on like the holistic parlay, it's just Packers, Colts, and Dolphins. But I'm going to piggyback Brady, and I like the Broncos too yeah. against the spread. Wait, Broncos over the Raiders, but dude, it's yeah, I know, but it's Raiders at home. It's Vegas. It's in Los. It doesn't Vegas. matter anymore. Yeah, it does. Don't tell me what matters. People at that game. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a trap. You could be onto something, Brady. Yeah. I I it's don't not know. A trap. It's the, it's always been the Broncos. <laughs> it's always been the Broncos. Oh man, I really miss James right now. <laughs> Cuz James would come in with like a, the over, the under and he already had his parlay that he sent after. in like the day after, like 2 days ago. He sent his week 16 picks. I got to start listening to him when he gives out the parlays. I don't know why I don't. Maybe because he just doesn't gamble as much as we do, and then whatever. Yeah. He misses by one every week. Every and week. gives out about seven picks. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to yeah. figure out which one's going to lose. Um, but I'm not very good at that. <laughs> no, I'll just take them all straight and go six and one. That'd be the best week of my life. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like if you gave me the winners – of each game and threw in a loser. Let's say you gave me five games that you knew the outcome of, and you gave me one loser and four winners. I, I don't think I picked the right ones. Me neither. Like if you, it's like 20%, but even that, like you can guess that you, you, Mm -hmm. another variable test run we got to do. Okay. Here's the thing. If they gave you five games and they, and you knew the results, like, that four of these teams won and one of them lost is right. basically what you're saying. Yeah. And, and they gave me 10 G's and they said, you have to pick one. I love to gamble. I still wouldn't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Cause what would that be? One of five? What's that percent? 20%. Yeah. 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 My winning rate is way under 20%. <laughs> yeah. But if you quit drinking, it would be a hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm going to give you that four million back, and we're all going to be rich. Yeah, um, so lose it all. <laughs> Love that. So um, this is a battle I've been happening with. Um, everything that I bet when it's a game with the Chargers or the Bengals, <laughs> the opposite seems to happen. Me too. Every single time, I'm like, now the Chargers want to explode and not know how to score, and. I bet them to win. And then the next week I fade them and Justin Herbert throws a 180 yard pass. <laughs> so Dude, this and, week's in five touchdowns, like he's so crazy. I like the Ravens against the Bengals, but I like the chargers. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to go chargers and Bengals parlay. Because if I bet them together, either the opposite is going to happen or it's going to hit. That's a 50-50 chance. I like that out of you. Because 
there's no chance if I bet the Bengals and the Chargers, they're both going to do what I want or they're both going to do the opposite. So maybe I will also do a parlay with their opponents just because on a completely different sheet. Why not? But also, I do love the Packers, Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Rams, Bills, Jags, Eagles, Bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn it. Wait, wait, wait. We need to rewind that tape because that's going to hit everything you said after that. I'll put it out there. Go fucking bold, baby. Championship or bust. (laughs) Uh, Stay hydrated. Fellas, we'll be back together next week. Next week's list. Movie quotes, fellas. All right. Peace, love, and happiness. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? So too, Shawty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu on the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go right. I feel fucking awesome. To the wrong tie, can't sink if it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh Lord, won't quit till it's all mine. On God, I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mind Got it.